This is Evidence Based GI, and I'm Philip Schoenfeld, Editor in Chief. Today, we'll discuss the efficacy of prophylactic antibiotics in the management of patients with severe alcoholic hepatitis being treated with corticosteroids. Specifically, we'll be discussing a recent summary in evidence-based GI of a multi-center double-blind placebo-controlled randomized trial performed in France and Belgium of patients who were admitted with severe alcohol-related hepatitis, treated with corticosteroids, and then randomized to get prophylactic amoxicillin clavulani or to get placebo for 30 days with a primary outcome of all-cause mortality at 60 days. This was published in the May issue of JAMA. Let's start by discussing why this is an important topic for gastroenterologists. When patients are admitted with alcoholic hepatitis, they present with relatively few tools available for us to treat them. If they have severe inflammation and severe dysfunction of the liver based on a MADRE discriminant function score of 32 or greater, then randomized control trials have demonstrated that the use of 40 milligrams of prednisolone orally per day for 28 days will improve 30-day all-cause mortality. Now, the use of steroids in this setting is controversial since improvement in other outcomes beyond all-cause mortality at 30 days have not been able to be demonstrated with the use of steroids. Furthermore, we know from epidemiologic studies that patients who present to the hospital with severe alcoholic hepatitis are more likely to get infected compared to other patients with decompensated cirrhosis that get admitted to the hospital. And if a person has severe alcoholic hepatitis and is treated with corticosteroids, then that patient is at increased risk for developing infection compared to a similar patient with severe alcoholic hepatitis who is not treated with corticosteroids. Therefore, given that the only other interventions are supportive management, there is great interest in whether or not the use of prophylactic antibiotics, generally focused on gram-negative rods, and some gram-positive bacteria would be beneficial in patients with severe alcoholic hepatitis who are getting corticosteroids. In the trial performed by the French and Belgium investigators from 2015 to 2019 at 25 centers, they enrolled patients who had confirmed severe alcoholic hepatitis based on biopsy and with a MADRE discriminant score of greater than 32, with a MELD score of greater than or equal to 21. If a patient had type 1 hepatorenal syndrome, 
then they were excluded. One of the strengths of the study was that patients were followed for up to six months if they survived that long. Again, their primary endpoint was the rate of all-cause mortality at 60 days, although multiple secondary endpoints, including all-cause mortality at 90 days and 180 days, as well as cumulative incidence of infection, were examined. The bottom line, among the 292 patients that were randomized, there was no significant difference in all-cause 60-day mortality between the patients who got prophylactic antibiotics with amoxicillin clavulanate three times a day versus a placebo three times a day. The exact numbers showed a numerical trend for improved mortality in the patients who got prophylactic antibiotics with a 60-day mortality rate of 17% versus 21% in the patients who got placebo. Interestingly, there was a reduction in the cumulative incidence of infection in the group that was getting amoxicillin clavulanate at 60 days. They had a cumulative incidence of infection of 30% versus 42% in the group that got placebo. This was a statistically significant difference with a hazard ratio of 0.62. In other words, there was an approximately 38% reduction in the cumulative incidence of infection at 60 days in the groups that got prophylactic amoxicillin clavulanate for 30 Days. One final thing about assessing this study, they did not provide any specific guidance to the investigators about discontinuing corticosteroids at seven days if there was no significant improvement in the Madre discriminant score or other appropriate scores like the Lilly score. As our listeners most likely know, the usual guidance from guidelines is that we should discontinue corticosteroids after seven days if there has not been important improvement in the Madre discriminant score or the Lilly score specifically, finding that the Lilly score has dropped down to less than 0.45. For our listeners who are not familiar with these scoring systems, there are multiple different calculators available online where you just plug in lab data to get a moderate discriminant score or a Lilly score. What do I do in my own practice? As a general gastroenterologist, I do treat these patients on our inpatient service. And I follow the advice from my hepatology colleagues, as well as the guidelines published by the American Association for the Study of Liver Disease, as well as the American College of Gastroenterology's Acute on Chronic Liver Disease Guidelines. Pentoxifilin is available for the treatment of severe alcoholic hepatitis, but I do not routinely use this in my patients. I do routinely use prednisolone 40 milligrams a day if a patient has a moderate discriminant function score of greater than 32 and a MELD score of greater than 21. And I'll reassess at seven days if 
their Lilly score is greater than 0.5 on day seven, then I usually discontinue the corticosteroids. Now, given the results of this randomized control trial by the French and Belgian investigators in a trial that's been called the Antibiopore trial, I'll continue my current approach, meaning I do not use prophylactic antibiotics in these patients. That's also consistent with a post hoc analysis of the ATTIRE trial. In that trial, where patients were randomized to get albumin infusions to minimize the risk of developing infection, a post hoc analysis looking at the use of antibiotics also did not demonstrate any benefit of prophylactic antibiotics in those patients admitted with decompensated cirrhosis to reduce hospital-acquired infections. Again, I recognize that these patients are at increased risk for infection just simply by having severe alcoholic hepatitis and that that risk increases further if I put them on corticosteroids. Therefore, I work with my team to monitor these patients very carefully for infection and I will institute antibiotics if they show appropriate evidence of infection based on laboratory data followed by attempting to get culture and sensitivity so that I can then de-escalate antibiotic coverage and more narrowly cover a specific bacteria as a role in good antibiotic stewardship. Unfortunately, there is not much out there in the future for the treatment of severe alcoholic hepatitis. Thus, we are not looking at newer therapies for this beyond good supportive management, the use of corticosteroids when appropriate, and careful monitoring of these patients to institute antibiotics when appropriate, but not using prophylactic courses of antibiotics. Thanks very much for listening, and we look forward to you joining us next time. Thank you.